Blog Talk Radio. and around the world, streaming live on the internet, it's Real Estate Coaching Radio, bringing you the latest news, interviews, and secrets of the top producers, hosted by award-winning real estate coaches, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, and we are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And of course, I have my favorite co-host today, not a guest co-host, Ms. Julie Harris. So Julie, welcome back. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. It's going to be a fun show. Yes, it is. So, guys, this is, of course, your only source for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate market. Um, Real estate news coming out this week. A lot of you guys have been paying attention to it, hopefully. And guess what? Further proof that we are in the very beginning stages of a long-term real estate recovery but I'll go as far as to say a real estate boom. There is no doubt in my mind, no doubt in yours, that there should be um, another seven to ten years of what probably will be the rest real, best real estate market of our entire lifetimes. Now, to put this into perspective, Julie and I correctly predicted the real estate bust. We correctly predicted the short sales back in the day, you know, seven, eight years ago, would become dominant in the marketplace. We correctly predicted maybe many of the turns in the road that a lot of you guys have lived through over the past 15 years in the real estate economy and the real estate markets. And I'm here to tell you that I'm more confident about this prediction than we are any of the others we've previously made. And that is, again, that we are at the very beginning stages of what will be a 7- to 10-year absolutely powerful, incredible real estate boom. Now, with that said, lots of headwinds. And the biggest headwinds that I'm starting to see in the um, industry – are coming from our industry allowing our listing data, allowing the control to slip through our fingers and into the hands of these third-party companies. And, of course, the biggest one being what we're now calling Zulia, now that Trulia and Zillow are supposedly going to be joining forces. By the way, National Association of Realtors is in D.C. doing their best to block that merger under the guise of the antitrust um, laws. So we'll see if that goes anywhere. But what we're seeing is the fact that Zulia is starting to look for ways to expand their revenue, as it makes sense because, again, I'm getting a little sick of patting myself on the back here, but we were predicting that the selling of buyer leads was not going to be a long-term business model because there would be a point where there was oversaturation, not enough realtors that were willing to pay for the buyer leads. Buyer leads were, you know, essentially the quality of the buyer leads were degrading. Now, what are we looking at? We're looking at many of you guys who have bought buyer leads in the past who are now realizing that the buying lead, buying of buyer leads is not going to work in the future, and you now are, you know, bottom line, you're realizing that you need to learn how to actually build your business to last, not just build your business fast. So with that in mind, we're going to continue on the, um, I think, the omnipresent threat, and I really do mean that, of Zulia, because what our industry, I think, is starting to really grab hold of is the fact that they are going to be getting in on the listing side of the transaction. I talk with many of our real, uh, the industry leaders, um, biggest brokers in you know the country, and biggest agents who are our primary focus. We're an agent-centric coaching business, and we've been talking to all these guys about what they see. Like you know, I had an interview last week or the week before with one of the you know I think most successful real estate brokers in San Francisco. 
And I asked him the question, what would be the absolute you know, line in the sand that if Zulia were to cross, you, we'd no longer as an industry just be able to accept them as a quote-unquote media company as they promote themselves to be? And he said if they decide to get on the listing referrals into the business, in other words, if they start uh, acquiring listing leads and then referring them off to agents, well, I'm here to tell you that that's going to happen. It's either going to happen later this year or into next year. You're absolutely positively going to see Zulia more overtly getting into the listing side of the business. So industry, I'm calling you out. You said that that was going to be the lie in the sand. You said that once that happened, that we were going to put pressure on list hubs to really start questioning whether or not we want to continue syndicating our listings to somebody who's essentially getting into our business who's not really in our industry. Let's see what happens. Let's see if the industry actually just follows up with what they promised they were going to do and exercise the nuclear options of completely cutting off the, the, listing, um, the listings to Zulia. If they don't have listings, if Zulia doesn't have your listings, then guess what, guys? They have no real reason to I – mean, why would anyone go to their sites? If there are no houses to see, where is that traffic going to go? It's going to go to your individual agent site. It's going to go to your broker site. In other words, if Zulia didn't exist because we decided to starve them of our listing data – that traffic would go directly back to you. In other words, if you're a listing agent, which all of you should be learning how to be, because the richest of the rich agents are always and always will be, and always have been, listing agents, you know, the bottom line is, is by feeding your traffic and giving your listings up to Zulia, what you're essentially doing is you're making it so you're, you are indeed having to buy your leads back, whereas if they were only on your site and your broker's site, and I think Realtor.com, you'd be getting a lot more leads for a lot less money. Now, if you're not a listing agent and you're dependent on Zulia to provide you buyer leads, even though the buyer leads aren't so great, you don't like a single thing I'm saying. But if you're realizing that you have to learn how to be a listing agent, or if you're a listing agent and you're really getting sick of having to essentially pay for your leads, if you're getting sick of having a company make money off your work product, which is your listings, then you know what? You've got to put your foot down and you've got to demand that the listings no longer be syndicated to Zulia. Yeah, I know. I'm one of the only people in our industry that's saying this. I know a lot of people are sick of hearing this, but the fact is, is that's what has to happen. There has been never been a report made that's shown that the value of a seller's house increases with more exposure on the Internet. More ads does not increase the value of a home. So that argument is bogus. There's no advantage whatsoever to our industry or to homeowners by continuously allowing them to advertise our listings and essentially sell the leads back to us. There's no advantage. If you want to debate that with me, have at it. You can be a guest on our radio show. Now, in anticipation of this happening, there is something that has, and, I, and I'm going to read, an, or Julie's going to read an article directly from Lonnie Rosales' uh, blog, which you guys know we love, agbeat.com. And Julie's going to read the article to you now. And what I want you to listen to is the fact that Zulia, Zillow, Trulia, are obviously anticipating that the industry is going to react negatively to some of the changes that they're inevitably going to be introducing, i.e. getting into the listing into the business, maybe even possibly the brokerage into the business, though I think that's probably a step too far for even me to predict. But the bottom line is, is what Zulia has done, Zillow has done recently, will shock you because in essence, and this is Lonnie Rosales' uh, words, not mine, Julie's about to read the article, they have lied to the brokerage community and she has proof. So, Julie, without any further delay. 
Perfect. So again, this is from agbeat.com, which stands for AmericanGeniusBeat.com. So the title of the article is Zillow's Alleged Sneaky Tactics. ListHub has sent out a letter to their MLS partners in response to concerned calls from brokers who have allegedly been contacted by Zillow causing confusion. In the letter obtained by Rilioso, ListHub General Manager Celeste Starchild states that brokers are being told that some of their listings are missing from Zillow, suggesting that a direct listing data feed could be provided to Zillow. The only problem is that ListHub says they've confirmed Zillow's reception of those said listings. And they actually have a copy of this letter from Zillow that says, Good afternoon. I'm part of our industry relations department here at Zillow. I wanted to let you know that we're missing a substantial amount of your brokerage's listings, meaning many of your active properties are being labeled, quote, off-market on Zillow. We can easily establish a free direct listing feed specifically for your brokerage to ensure your listings appear on Zillow in a timely, accurate manner. Additionally, your listing agents get guaranteed exposure to their listings for free every time. For more details, watch this video. If you'd like to opt your office into our new listing feed at no cost, please let me know. Again, that's a copy of the letter from Zillow. Shall I continue? Please. Okay. So in other words, that's one way to basically scare brokers into their giving the broker feeds to Zillow. But ListHub tells their MLS partners that they have tested, quote, numerous examples of these cases and found that not only were the listings submitted from ListHub to Zillow, but ListHub has confirmation of reception of these listings. They also found the listings were, in fact, not displayed on Zillow. I'm having to click for my second page here, so bear with me while that feeds in here. And it's loading and wanting me to double opt in here. Okay, so uh, the unintended consequences then. So, uh, again, they found the listings were, in fact, not displayed on Zillow, even though they were received. So ListHub has notified Zillow and requested, quote, prompt resolution. But as of publication of this article, Zillow has not actually responded to the request for comment. So what are the unintended consequences? Well, in the letter to MLS partners, ListHub warns that there may be unintended consequences to brokers sending a direct feed to any publisher, including a disruption to consolidated reporting available through ListHub, as well as disrupted lead management, disruption to their traffic routing, and loss of the benefit of the protections that ListHub requires of its publishers related to usage of listing content. The Northeast Florida MLS sent out an alert to members today entitled, Don't Be Deceived, telling members that these calls from Zillow are simply sales-oriented, adding that they're offering additional services in exchange for getting your listing data direct from you, the broker, instead of through ListHub. This particular MLS is urging their members to have an attorney review any agreement they've made with Zillow and asserts that no one is required to put their listings on Zillow, calling it no more than a, quote, Internet marketing decision. They close with a recommendation to use the reports on ListHub to best understand each real estate search site's policies to determine which are best for their business. So what's the takeaway? Well, now that Zillow and Trulia are joining forces, many in the industry are focused on the real estate search site. The real goal for them is to handicap ListHub, which is owned by Move Inc., which, of course, not so coincidentally, operates Realtor.com, Zillow, Trulia, Zulia's main competitor. There's been a race to get brokers direct feeds for some time, but if this is how Zillow plans on doing it, confusing brokers or making false claims, the industry backlash might be more severe than they ever intended. Yeah, 
Okay, there you go. So, and I received copies of uh, letters from other MLSs uh, because we're in contact with a lot of the big MLSs around the country, and I received copies of the letters that they sent out to the brokers as well, and that was the essence of it. Um, you know, basically there was a little questionable, I mean, it's lying. Basically, they sent it on email saying that we weren't receiving the information, and they were trying to freak the brokers out into thinking that List Hub, and Julie just told you the ownership, you know, essentially List Hub's owned by Move.com. Move.com has ownership by the National Association of Realtors, and of course, Move.com manages uh, Realtor.com on behalf of the National Association of Realtors. You guys see what's going on here? So by trying to freak out the brokers, what they are in essence doing is trying to get the brokers to say, oh my gosh, List Hub's not doing their job, I might as well send my information directly to Zillow. Now why is Zillow doing that? Let's think about this. Because obviously they're living in fear that our real estate industry is finally going to wake up to the fact that we have to stop syndicating our listings to Zulia. That there's no advantage to our industry and there's no advantage to homeowners for doing that. And it just has to stop. They must be living in fear of that happening. Because without the listings on Zulia, our listings on Zulia, your listings on Zulia, without, without the listings on Zulia, what's going to happen? Consumers won't go to those websites. If consumers don't go to those websites, they're not going to have leads to sell back to realtors. You guys following this whole train of thought here? Yeah, the end of so the pipeline the, if that happens. So they must be anticipating that our industry is going to get, frankly, really organized really soon and say enough is enough. And I anticipate that's going to happen. You guys can hold me accountable to this. This is my prediction. With an announcement that's going to come sometime in the next 6 to 12 months, about Zillow getting into the listing referral into the business. Heck, if I was running Zillow, I would do that, wouldn't you? I mean, I would absolutely do that. I would get into that into the business too. It's more profitable. And I would, you know, put a system in place where I scored the listing lead, where I was then sending the listing lead to the agents that were most likely to be able to convert that seller, which goes back to probably one of the big reasons why Zillow is specifically trying to attract the larger teams, because generally speaking, the larger teams are run by people that are more professional. Um, you know, if they've been in business for a long time, if they have a long track record of selling lots of listings, that they obviously have a higher probability of being able to get a house listed or referral listed, and then Zillow or Zulia would then, you know, be able to increase their likelihood of getting a referral fee. I mean, it makes sense, right? That's the type of business model that I suspect that they're going to be exploring, and they are doing so now. And I definitely want all of you to be on the lookout for that. We do not need somebody else basically getting into our industry and trying to get in between us and our natural organic clients. You know, when Julie and I sold real estate, and we haven't sold real estate for over 10 years, so please be clear about that, but we saw what, what the effect of these relocation companies, what the effect that they had, we would have great past clients, people maybe we sold two or three houses to, and then all of a sudden they took a job at some company that had some relocation department, you know, usually a human resources department, that used some third-party relocation company. Mm -hmm. And then, sure enough, that center of influence past client, that maybe even friend of ours, they were then telling us that if we don't agree to pay that relocation company 30%, 40%, that we, they were being pressured not to list the house with us. Guys, that's what happens. That's where this will go. You've got to say enough is enough. It starts with you, the individual listing broker. You guys, you underestimate your power. You truly do. You, the individual agent listening to this call right now, especially those of you who are listing a lot of houses, you are the heart of this industry. You are the ones, the agents at the end of the day, who are going to control the direction of where we go. 
If you say is enough is enough, if you demand that you no longer are exploited like you have been with allowing your listings to be um, overly syndicated for to benefit other people other than yourself and your seller for that matter, because obviously your job is to sell the house for the highest price, best terms, and the shortest period of time for your seller, you need to say and demand accountability. And honestly, guys, at this point, considering the direction I'm seeing these companies go, you should definitely demand that your listings no longer be syndicated on any sites other than your brokers, maybe your MLSs if they have a public-facing site, as many do, certainly your site, and also I think Realtor.com. I think that's it. That's all the syndication your site needs or your listings need. They don't need any of those other sources because think about this. If you have a great listing, which all of you, especially those of you who are involved in our coaching, uh, as coaching clients, you're learning how to be fantastic listing agents. Why would you want to let your listing be shown on every single website out there versus just, say, maybe two or three where you know for sure any potential sellers and buyers that are interested in that property are going to be clicking on that and going directly back to you, not going to be misled into believing that the three or four agents whose pictures appear by your listing or somehow the listing agent and them, them calling the prospective sellers or buyers calling up and then sure enough those agents are, don't know anything about your list. You guys know what I'm talking about. You've been watching this devolve for quite a while here. So you've got to demand accountability. You have to demand, the, frankly, the respect that you've earned. Being a listing agent, being in this industry for that matter, is an honor. Please do not allow us as you know, listing agents in an industry to be – don't allow that to happen. Do not allow the pirates to enter the gates. Do not allow the invaders to essentially walk in you know, the front gates carrying flowers and best wishes and saying how they're here to help. And then don't be surprised in six months from now where basically they're running the roost. It could happen like that. It's happened like that in other aspects. Oh, I know a lot of people criticize me for being, oh, Tim, you're being too dramatic. Our industry, that could never happen. It's happened before. It'll happen again. How many other industries said that that had never happened, and then all of a sudden it's happened? I mean, when Zillow and Trulia got into the business, got into our industry, their stated purpose, or at least the purpose that they were hoping to accomplish, was then to disintermediate realtors, to make it so we were no longer part of the equation, to make it so that you know, they could do these you know, you know, homeowners these great favors and basically make it so this inefficient real estate model was cast aside for something new. That was their stated goals originally. And then what happened? If they realize, well, that's a little bit harder to do, so now we're going to call ourselves media companies. You know, we interviewed uh, yesterday um, a gal who was in charge of National Association of Realtors Venture Arm, and she was talking about the fact that, yeah, they originally got into the business with the, with the hope of disintermediating us, removing us from the transaction, or at least minimizing well, the impact that we had on the process industry uh, was essentially going to be thrown out in favor of whatever they thought was going to be better for the uh, consumers. That was their original intention. And again, they have not ever lost that hope of accomplishing that goal. The folks that run these companies, they were the same guys that started the travel agencies. That, and what happened to the travel industry? What happened to your local travel agent? They're gone. Now, are you telling me that the new experience you have where basically you go online and you book your travel is superior than when you were able to call your local travel agent? I don't think it was. I still use the same travel agent that Julie and I have always used because he has a higher level of service. But because the travel agents are no longer in business, finding people like Richard, who we use, they're almost impossible to find because the profit was sucked out of the industry and it didn't make sense to stay a travel agent. 
That same thing can happen to us. You've got to be conscientious of this, and you've got to say enough is enough. You've got to demand accountability. Open your eyes to what's happening, because this will – hey, have you guys noticed that it's actually – it feels harder? Did you notice it actually feels harder to do a real estate transaction? Have you noticed that it feels harder, actually, to generate a lead, to generate a listing? Have you noticed that – Julie, you, you experience this every day with your coaching clients. Have you noticed how much more difficult it is? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. In fact, yeah. the topic of one of our next calls is going to be five things that seem to be wrecking your transactions. So, guys, ask yourself, what, is, what are the reasons why it's harder? Because consumers have – they're overwhelmed with all this information. They don't really – how about this? Here, I'll give you guys a good example. Does a Z estimate, has that helped our industry or hurt our industry? When you that. go and you right. talk to a seller about pricing their house correctly, Julie and I have <laughs> – this is a true story. I'm not going to tell you where, but Julie and I have two rental properties, and they're two condos, and one is on top of the other. So essentially we have two – you know, it's a four-family four building. We have two, one on top of the other. So Zillow, and their Z estimate, thinks the one on the top is worth literally twice as much as the one on the bottom. There's no reason for that, but that's what their Z estimate says. No, so how no many sense. times have you guys had to overcome the uh, seller's expectation about price based on the Z estimate? But the flip side to it, too – you price a listing correctly, you get a prospective buyer, and I know this is happening too, you get a prospective buyer that wants to purchase it, and there's, the Z estimate comes in lower than what your list price is, and so then what happens? The buyer tries to use the Z estimate as a negotiation tactic mm-hmm. to try to get the seller's price lower. I mean, guys, Confusing hello. from How's, beginning to end. Yes, it is. It's crazy. It's insane. It's got to stop. And clearly, uh, Zulia is anticipating that we, as an industry, are going to get our acts together, and I hope and pray that's true, and we're going to start squeezing off the listing feed, thus reducing the traffic to their websites as a result. And that is the reason they're so aggressively going after brokers. And even in in this potentially deceitful way, according to AGB, it was a lie, trying to get brokers to what? Go around ListHub, in other words, go around National Association of Realtors and list their properties directly on Zillow and advertise their properties directly on Zillow. You guys really have got to see this for what it is and take action on it. Julie, any other thoughts you have? Well, I mean, I'm always thinking about what does your homeowner, your seller, think that you do all day? Do they believe that you are fielding those calls and you are promoting their house and you know all of the great details and the upgrades and the options then that you are trying to not just show but sell their home? Or do they think that there are random agents basically peeling leads off of and having paid for leads off of your listing and then using that lead to go show their property in a competing neighborhood? What does your seller believe is really going on? That's what you should be doing. Does that make sense? It totally does. You know, it's the accountability, right? It reminds me of... You know, uh, always going to brokers that would let us have our phone numbers on the sign and control our traffic incoming. It's no different than that. You know, the seller hired you to do the job of selling their home. Didn't you spend a lot of, uh, I say, hopefully not blood, but possibly sweat and tears getting that listing in the first place? Didn't you preview and do a killer CMA and show up early and have a real presentation and use a kick-ass pre-listing presentation? I mean, you do have effort in getting this listing, right? Right. So shouldn't you also have effort in taking extra good care of your seller and possibly even selling it yourself, which is what the seller thinks that you're there for anyway? Yeah, exactly. 
It is accountability. Guys, listen, I know this is confusing to a lot of you. I know you're thinking, well, I don't understand why Tim and Julie are so passionate about this and passionate about this. Well, the simple fact is it's because this is a legitimate threat to your livelihoods, and a lot of you don't realize it. You're, a, you're, you're like asleep to it. You, yeah, you're seeing and you're feeling that the wind is no longer at your back like it used to be. And you're maybe trying to blame, well, I'm just a little bit older, or maybe, you know, this technology thing or the social networking thing, or da 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 No, guys. It's because the access to the leads that you used to be able to get from your own effort are, being, are essentially being corrupted. You've got to say as enough is enough. This doesn't have to happen. This is not the natural evolution of our industry as much as a lot of the people at, say, for example, Inman would love that to be true. This is not the direction we have to go. Now, why did, those why did those businesses take hold in the consumer's minds? It's simple. Number one, they had our listings. That's it. Number two, they had our listings. Number three, they had our listings. Okay? If they don't have our listings anymore, there will be no reason for the, any consumers to go to those websites. None. They'll go back to your website. Remember the good old days? Those of you who were grizzled veterans back in the, you know, what was it, early 90s, 95, 96, when agent sites first started coming online? You know, I know Julie and I put ours up in 96, right? So the fact is, guys, is that if your listings are no longer on Zillow and Trulia and a homeowner or seller wants to, or a buyer wants to know about your listing, they're going to go to your website. You're going to be able to get your own lead. You're not going to have to pay for that lead. You're not going to have to pay. Some of you are paying thousands of dollars a month for your buyer leads. That's insane. Stop the insanity. Guys, realize that this, does not, this is not the direction it has to go. We can, again, be in control of our industry. Just cut off the listing feeds to Zillow and Trulia. Okay? Now, there's a lot of other companies that are getting listing feeds too. And maybe we need to talk with our friends at ListHub about that. You know, Celeste uh, Starchild was one of our superstars a couple weeks ago, and we talked about this very topic on the radio show. Go back and listen to the replay of that radio show. And, yeah, maybe there needs to be some accountability there and asking, okay, is this really what's best for the industry, essentially this overexposure of listings? I think listing, ListHub does an admirable job of deciding who does get the listing data and who doesn't, with the exceptions of the things that we're talking about now. So ListHub, here's a little suggestion for you. Okay, you have a lot of really, I think, uh, admirable standards in place deciding who you're going to uh, be sending the data to. Here's another one. You cannot send the data to anybody who's going to essentially be generating buyer leads and selling those leads back to agents. There it is. No, uh, no more of this Mickey Mouse. This has to end. And I'll go as far as to say no companies that are going to be using our information to try to uh, sell us our listing leads back either. Those types of companies you should not be providing our data to anymore. So whatever your other standards are, consider adding those two standards because I have a very strong feeling that if ListHub doesn't do that, if, if our industry as a whole doesn't unite behind this, that you're going to see the industry very much get uh, break apart, and you're going to see, like, for example, you know, the Warren Buffett companies will have their own MLS, their own sort of public-facing Zulia Realtor.com website. You'll probably see Remax and Keller Williams even get their game on even more on their websites. That's the type of thing that they're going to happen. And then what's going to happen is the whole IDEX concept is going to fall apart, and then there's going to be no more sharing of data. And if you want to see a Keller Williams listing, you're just going to have to go to Keller Williams. If you want to see a, you know, a potential listing, you're going to have to go to, you know, you guys get the idea. That's the type of future that we could possibly have because we've allowed this to happen. My friend Russell Shaw in Arizona, he points out something very interesting. 
in Canada, there is Realtor.ca. Realtor.ca. There's no Trulia. There's no Zillow. There's none of this Mickey Mouse that goes on in Canada. Why? Because the Canadians were smart, and they saw all the hoop-de-doo that was happening down here because of the fact that Realtor.com was originally set up as a site to make profit off agents. So now in Canada, from what Russ explains, can, uh, Realtor.ca, that website, which essentially acts as a public-facing national Canadian website where folks can go and look for homes for sale, is set up as a, how would I say it? It's something they get, the agents get for free as being a member of the Canadian uh, National Association of Realtors, right? So in other words, it's not something they pay extra for. It's one of their member benefits. It's not something they have to pay to be on. It's not something where they have to go worrying about their listings leads being or their buyer leads being sold to some other agent at some other competing brokerage. You guys get the concept? Canadians did it right. It's not too late for us to do it right, too. Now that we've gone down this wrong path, we need to pivot as an industry and take control back. Now, if you're an individual agent, you're learning to be a really phenomenal listing agent, here's a suggestion for you. You personally insist that your listing data only appear on the websites that you feel comfortable having them appear on, knowing that there's no benefit to you from over, over syndication, knowing that there's no benefit to the seller, seller's price does not increase by having it on a zillion different websites, and knowing, frankly, that if your listings are only available on, say, for example, Realtor.com and your site or your broker's site or and your broker's site, that is going to result in more leads for you, and the lead quality will be better as well. Oh, and here's another thing. You won't have to buy your leads. There's a novel concept. Guys, please, wake up to the fact that this has happened to our industry. Wake up to the fact that we can do something about it. If there's anything that we can be doing to help you make the most of this new real estate boom, what do you do? Freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com and book your free coaching call. Your homework from today's radio show, as every day, with every radio show, send this radio show out to every single agent you know. Help to unite the industry behind this common cause of saving our industry. Make it so this is something that you're going to be, this industry is going to be something that's going to be viable for all of us, not just for the next six or 12 months, but for decades to come. We need to take control. The change is only going to happen on the ground level, boots on the street, listing agent. That's you, you listening right now. If you have listings, if you have droves of listings, if you intend on being a listing agent, I'm talking to you. Demand that this change takes place. So we'll talk with you tomorrow on the radio. And remember, if you guys need us for anything in the meantime, free coaching calls for agents.com. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.